Welcome to episode 21 of Dawn of a New Era, Chronicles of a Serial Entrepreneur with myself, Dawn McGrewer, author, trainer and speaker. I'm passionate about all things digital and the ever-evolving world of online marketing and social media. But most importantly, business is what I love and I live and I breathe. And I've got multiple businesses, but I had to start somewhere. And in today's episode, we're going to start talking about something that really is probably the number one reason that I have managed to get to where I am. And Although I've had struggles along the way, I think it's been one of the biggest contributors to getting there as fast as I possibly could. Now, this episode is all about start now and worry later. Far too often, I speak to amazing people who've got products and services and they're caught up in their own procrastination. The worry of making everything perfect and then planning, 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 And then nothing ever happens. Now, that's just going to sap the energy out of everyone. And it's also going to sap the momentum out of you getting to where you deserve to be. And especially when you're thinking about launching. Now, this is one of the biggest things that I see in today's market. Now, when I came out of corporate, one of the most difficult things for me was to make the transition whereby I was showing up in social media as an entity, as Dawn McGrewer, as a brand, as my own physical person and not hiding behind a corporate identity. You know, for many years, I had been working for businesses. I was supporting the brand and I was just kind of part of that mission and vision. I wasn't the entire thing. And I think it was so difficult to kind of put my face out there because I was thinking, number one, why would anyone care, you know, what I've got to say? You know, I was kind of in this kind of corporate cycle. So it was very difficult to kind of think about going live, you know, creating content that was from my heart, from my passion and not just talking about the brand all the time. It's so important on social media to show up as a person because people buy people. I see it all the time on LinkedIn where faceless corporate identities are push, 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 marketing, marketing, marketing. They get absolutely no engagement because no one cares. You know, it's only when you attach the people, the team, the culture, the society of that business, that the business becomes an entire entity. And people don't just want to know the features, they want to know the benefits. You know, you've got to think about social media a little bit like, you know, reality TV. People are seeing your brand story play out, you know, and and showing up as a personal brand. You have to be authentic and you have to be prepared to, to, you know, I suppose, peel those layers of onions off um, and and become um, somebody who is visible, approachable and somebody that people can really relate to, you know. And I think lots of people, um, a PR lady once said to me, you know, lots of people struggle with, you know, really showing their identity. And I thought, it's not really my identity I struggle with. It, it's the fact that, number one, I'm not sure people are interested. And number two, you know, and I'm thinking, well, why? Why would they be interested? Now, 
She described me as an onion with a lot of layers, and I don't know till this day whether that was a positive or a negative. Now, in the way um, that I am and my sunny disposition, I took it as a positive and I thought, well, you know, maybe that means I've got multifacets and, uh, you know, I'm an interesting layered person. Now, hopefully that's what she meant. Um, but I think what she was trying to say is that, you know, to really, for for people to relate to you and to clients um, and potential clients to kind of see who you are, you have to peel those layers off. Now, this really kind of comes back to the the whole essence of do it now and worry later. You know, starting now and worrying later is honestly the best advice I can give you. Because when it comes to, uh, for me, from showing up um, from a corporate and, and making this transition into a personal brand, I just had to, I suppose, rip the band-aid off as quickly as possible and get it done. Because we all have to do something once. So, if you've got a feeling where, you know, you've come out of corporate or you find it difficult to show up as you, or even if it's just going live for the first time, do it now and worry later. Perfection is not everything, but perception is. The fact that you've shown up, you've gone live, people will respect that. People will absolutely love what you've got to say. I promise you, because if you're passionate, if you're genuine, and you're honest and true and ethical, why on earth wouldn't they? Because, you know, not everybody wants to show up and do public speaking. So one of the things that I found when I first got into public speaking, incidentally, one female speaker of the year in 2018, it wasn't that easy for me to get into. It wasn't something that I was naturally aligned to because I'm a person of certainty and a person of control. And putting me in a situation where... I can't control it, or I thought I couldn't, made me uneasy, massively uneasy. And the thought of getting up on stage and talking to thousands of people used to scare the absolute living daylights, daylights out of me. And honestly, I, I, I don't really know if there was a certain day that that changed. I just kept doing it and it got easier and easier until the point it got where I was actually kind of loving it. And I was felt, in, uh, you know, like I was in flow, like I was in control, like people were enjoying what I had to say and I was enjoying them being there. And that's really the difference. Now, if you're going live, it's the same thing. You know, once you realize that, you know, you've done it once and you've gone live and no one attacked you and you didn't die and you do it again and, and again and again, you just get better. And you just learn from each one. It's like when I deliver a training course, uh, I test out the content, first of all, I deliver it and it just gets better and better and better. The more people I meet, the more people I deliver it to. And I can really hone in on making it the most immersive, interactive experience. But if I only did it once or twice, I wouldn't learn from it. So you don't have to be perfect. But as I say, start now, worry later. Very rarely have I done anything in business that I actually regret. You know, I, I test things out all the time. I rather jump in. And in, if anything, I'm probably the opposite. I probably do things too quickly sometimes. And that's probably, you know, something that is a negative, you know, in the way that I approach things in my business. Um, a lot of people have referred to me as pragmatic. And I think that's a nice way of saying that I'm like really impatient. I just want to get things done which is kind of true. Now, what I love is um, 
I went on the internet the other day and I was reading through quotes and I came across the war veteran um, Zig Ziglar, who became a, a hugely inspirational salesperson. And I really loved the quote that he says, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And this is so true because if you don't do something, how will you ever know, right? So if you're worrying about launching something and you're putting this whole emphasis on it, then you'll always be disappointed. You know, so many clients I've met who, um, you know, they've come into my world and they say, you know, I've been planning this out for three months. They hang their everything on it. And when it doesn't have maybe the results that they've got in their mind's eye, or it doesn't have this huge, amazing ping on day one of launch, then they're really disappointed. You know, sometimes just getting things out there and evolving it is a better way to do it. And I often see people approach the end of a year, right? And then they they start going, well, what I'm going to do is in next year, I've planned out what I'm going to do and I'm going to do this, this and this. And it hangs so much on that year ahead. They literally put everything in that that year is going to change the world, change their life and change their business. Does it? No. And they're hugely, hugely underwhelmed because when you're thinking about your success, to hang everything on a 12-month plan in one year is just unsurmountable and it's just totally unachievable. Now, I've carried with me loads and loads of things on my to-do list like this podcast, okay? So we're on episode, what, 21 now? And I think in probably 2017, I first thought I need to do a podcast. So I carried that thought with me like a really heavy piece of luggage, dragged it along with me for three good old years until eventually pulled my finger out and got it done. Now, the reason I got it done had a little bit of something to do with lockdown, not traveling everywhere and being a little bit more in a creative space in a slower paced world. But you know what? I just thought if I don't do it now, I'll never, ever get it done. Okay. So when you think about something as a task, something global, like, you know, I'm going to launch my podcast, that in its sentence is just, you'll never achieve it. It needs to be broken down into tangible actions that you can actually do to get it done. So when you procrastinate, it's because it feels like such a big project that actually, if you just broke it down into, say, 10 actions, it becomes far easier. Because what happens is, is you take number one off the list. So what am I going to call my podcast? Done. Dawn of a New Era, Chronicles of a Serial Entrepreneur. I thought of a few titles, put them out there, got some feedback, job done. Then What's it going to look like? What's the artwork for the podcast? I need to to visualize the look and the feel of it. So I put it out, got our designers to work on it. They came back with some epic, epic uh, mock-ups, chose the ones I liked. Again, put it out to the market, got all of my audience to help me with the title and with podcast. Because guess what, guys? After all, they're the people who are listening to it. So if you're listening to it now, this is the sort of thing that... When I connect with people on social media, and this is something that really does help me get started, is that I go out to my audience and I ask the question, you know, number one, do you want a podcast? Number two, would you listen to it? Number three, this is what I'm thinking of it being about and calling it. This is what it might look like. Then everyone feels that they've come along on the journey in this immersive process and they've been part of it. 
Yeah. So Team Dawn isn't just me. It isn't just my team, but it's me and all of my audience on social media and across all of my online channels. And this is something that really helps me spur on and push forward because there's nothing better than accountability. And when you put on a launch date online, when you're launching a podcast and then a million people see that, that's definitely an incentive to pull your finger out and get started. But in all seriousness, when I started my podcast, I literally broke down the actions, right? Every single time I took one off, it was like a micro win. It was like I was getting closer to achieving the goal. And I could see myself moving forward because often the procrastination is not the thing. It's not the launch. It's the whole work that goes into creating that and getting it to a point where you can launch it. So once I got all that done and I started planning out my episodes and I started recording them, I mean, the big thing for me, a big hurdle was just getting the kit right. Okay. Once I got the kit and I was all set up and I knew I didn't have to kind of set it up again and again, it was just there ready each week. It was dead easy because I love talking and I can talk a lot, as you know, in an episode. So for me to be able to share this way, it was something that I just actually started getting a real buzz from. And um, I actually, instead of thinking, oh my goodness, I've got to record my podcast episode, I started thinking, oh my goodness, it's podcast day. And I actually give myself three days to record it in a week. Anytime between Monday and Wednesday, whenever I feel like recording it, I can do it. I just know that Wednesday's my deadline so that my team have got time to turn it around, you know, edit it, transcribe it, get the music on and create the social media posts. Yeah. So for me, once it came to launch, all the groundwork had been done and the launch was really exciting because we'd done quite a bit of prep of how we were going to launch it. And I hadn't pinned too much on it. You know, it was something that I wanted to do. I knew my audience wanted it. And that was kind of where I was at. I had no great ambitions, no great goals with it. And when it launched and it hit number 17 in the entrepreneurship charts in Apple, I was absolutely flabbergasted. I mean, I was just overjoyed. I mean, it was unreal. So for me, I wasn't underwhelmed when I launched. That was blooming amazing. You know, it was something I never thought would happen. And then, yeah, I had some expectations of, you know, opportunities that creating this sort of branded content would achieve. But my goodness, so many other opportunities that I could never have planned, thought of or dreamed of have come out of this podcast. So my advice to you is start now, worry later. You know, don't hang too much on something, just get it done, but test the market and see what people want. Don't create from the inside test it out and get collaboration and see what people want. You know, if people want it, then that's a really great reason to do it. And the thing is, is you'll feel supported along the way and it'll be 10 times easier to get started. Plus you'll have the accountability and you know that people are relying on it coming out that particular date and it gives you the momentum and incentive to do it. Now, you know, the three topics I always talk about are marketing, motivation and mindset. Okay passionate about all of them. They're absolutely the three core pillars that you need in life to be successful. But when you think about Zig Ziglar and he said, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. This is so true. I mean, I would say that when I started my podcast, they're probably each episode, they get better and better. I'm probably more comfortable, you know, but I didn't test it out in terms of, you know, record, record, record. I just went into flow and tested it. And the more feedback I got, 
the better the podcast. The more feedback I got, the more topics I could cover that people wanted. But if I tried to perfect it, um, I would probably be creating and creating and creating for much, much longer, but I'd have lost the whole momentum. And I think it's so important that for me, the whole motivation for this is that the, the opportunities that are coming out from it are just unreal. The the whole marketing of it, it it's it's a, a simple process, but a one that works. And we uh, use lots and lots of different channels to get the podcast out there. You can't just create and assume that people will, you know, rock up and listen. You have to put some effort in. But the thing is, is if I've got the motivation and I'm loving doing my podcast and I'm getting great feedback and opportunities from it, the marketing's right. So I'm getting the reach. I'm attracting listeners. I'm getting more and more downloads. Then what's the mindset? Well, the mindset for me is number one, I ticked off a huge, huge goal in my whole business life. I really wanted to do this. The second thing is, from a mindset point of view, I really enjoy doing the podcast and I speak about things that are current with me. So as much as it's helping my listeners, I feel that it really helps me and it gives me this buzz. So it's something that also, because in my mindset, it was dragging me down, it was on my to-do list. When I lifted that, I just felt free. I felt like I had been released. So my advice is that if you are approaching, say, the end of a year, an end of a quarter or something, and you're, then you're looking at the next time and the next milestone, you know, I'll start it next year. You imagine, right, if you got to the end of the year and then you were like, oh, I'm going to do this in January. You won't know it, but it'll be hanging there. I mean, you know, it could be subconscious. You could be consciously feeling dragged down by it and that you have like a rain cloud above your head thinking, oh, I've got to launch this next year. So from a mindset point of view, actually doing it now, starting now and getting it done and worrying about it later is better for your mindset. Because if there's something that's weighing you down, you're better just to get it out. And if it's something, you know, it could be a massive to-do list, delegate it. It could be personal goals that you want to achieve. Start breaking down what the actions could be. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's one that's so dear to my heart. And I would love for you to come and join me on the next episode. So do not forget, subscribe and just go to dawnmcgrewer.com and, um, at the webpage, you can see that we have all the episodes ready to download and there's worksheets as well with some of the episodes too. So if you'd like to learn more and you've enjoyed this, I talk about some of these topics in far more depth in my book, Dynamic Digital Marketing. I share my story of how I started my business and also the eight powerful ways of how to market your business online and how to really master the world of online marketing and social media. You can grab it on the website, just type in Business Consort to Google. It's the academy I own or check it out on Amazon. So I shall see you next week on the podcast and look forward to hearing your feedback. So don't forget, if you enjoyed it, leave me a review too. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and don't forget, I'm going to be with you each and every week. So download and listen on dormagrow.com or on iTunes and come and join us in our Facebook community too. All the details are on the website and I'll see you next week.